It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling crude. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, everyone. I'm Cassie Wienis, registered and licensed dietitian. Even more important are my credentials as mom of two wonderful kids who are listening on their drive to soccer playoffs in Mound, Minnesota this morning. You know, when I agreed to do radio, I didn't know playoffs weren't scheduled yet. Oh, no. So darn it, I'm missing that morning game, but a big hello to, yes, (laughs) good luck is right, and a big hello to number 23, on the Cobra soccer team, and a big hello to Marissa, my eight-year-old. I also want to say hello to my colleague, Leah Wetzel, who's sitting across the way from me this morning. Leah is a certified nutrition specialist and licensed nutritionist, and I know some of our longtime listeners already know that she sits on the Board of Nutrition and Dietetic Practice for the state of Minnesota. So you're a pretty big deal to us here at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. (laughs) And I know that you are a wealth of information to the clients you work with day in and day out, and you bring a wealth of information to this radio program, which is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company that provides life-changing nutrition education and counseling. Yeah, thanks, Cassie. It's great to be here with you. I can't believe how big your kids are getting. I know. I remember when I started, you were pregnant with your second. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that seems like forever ago. It does, and she's eight She's eight already. Oh my yeah. Gosh. And your family? Yeah. It's growing. It's right? growing. <laughs> fun. That is yeah. so fun. Yeah. And Oliver, I can't believe, is three. Three. Oh, three I was and okay. Yeah. Wow. He's three so. and a half or so. And yeah, and I have another one on the way in October. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Very thank fun. you. October's a good month. It is, right? That's my birthday month. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh you know, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we have a saying that we often share. We take our nutrition seriously. So what does this really mean? Well, I think it means a lot of things. But for one thing, each Dishing Up Nutrition show is researched. Right. We spend. Thoroughly. I think people (laughs) look at us like, how how can it take you that long to prepare material for a radio show, right? But it's because you sit and you read all this research first. Yep. So you know where your content is going. Yes. You know, when you say we take our nutrition seriously, we read the research and maybe more importantly, we we take that wording because they talk in kind of their own language. They do. And we try to put it in a way that makes sense to our listeners, you know, because like I said, they have their own language. So to sit down and read a piece of research is not something that everybody can do. Not only that, but you have to be savvy in knowing what to look for in a research study was it well done was it set up correctly so that i can actually take these conclusions for fact so exactly yeah i know and i find that researchers have their own languages psychologists have their own languages nutritionists have their own languages and even auto mechanics have their own language right right um, yes, you are so right. And so I think it's a really important thing to take this research information and put it into a form that everybody can understand. Exactly. And maybe more importantly, that everybody, you know, put it, say it in a way so that people can use it. 
Yes. That people can change their lives for the better. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Another way that we take our nutrition seriously is to invite guests and authors and other experts to share their knowledge and wisdom on important nutrition topics and practice. And we have a great one today. A really great topic. It's a topic that probably some of our listeners have been hearing about because there have been articles in the paper. There have been radio programs. It's been on the news. Yes, definitely. And today's topic is, is your drinking water safe? And it's an interesting topic. When you fill up your glass of water, do you ever wonder what is in it that you can't smell or taste? And I know this is a topic that's near and dear to your heart, Leah. You had a personal experience with lead in your drinking water. Right. Yeah. So this last year, we, my husband and I, we bought a home, um, and the home is an older home, but it had been newly renovated. Um, and so just out of curiosity, you know, all of this information that has been out there about the problems with lead, knowing that I had a home that was built in 1900, I wanted to verify that, you know, that our pipes were safe and, you know, we were having clean drinking water. But come to find out when I contacted the city that we had the original 1900 lead pipe in our house kind of an antique yeah right right and then we had our water tested and it had detectable lead in there and it's that's really scary you know i have a little son and we know um that you know lead for sure is very pregnant so what you're drinking is going to the to the next baby too right right and we do filter our water but you know it can be you know crossed over through other ways as well yeah so um so yeah that was kind of uh, this last year of projects (laughs) to have that removed always something but that lead you know i and i think most people realize the dangers with lead especially with the whole flint michigan thing here in the last year or so so it really is important to have your your water tested because even if it doesn't have a weird smell or a weird taste you never know what might be hidden in it so you know with so many concerns about the safety of our drinking water nationally but also here we've been hearing more and more locally in minnesota right we've asked our local water expert as we like to call him Richard Grassy to join us to talk about not just about the water safety concerns, although we will be talking about that. But before the end of the show, we want to give you some solutions, too, on how you can be proactive and take some action. Exactly. Well, welcome, Richard, to Dishing Up Nutrition. Thank you, Leah. We've had you on several, several times over the past 11 years, and each show, you often always provide a wealth of information um, for us. So this is, I'm really excited to have you here. I'm, you. I'm excited too. And, you know, I, I want to give a little kudos to Darlene Kavis, the yeah. owner and the founder of Nutritional Weight and Wellness, because you were telling us, Richard, in the break room, she had her first water system, water purification system through installed Richard. through Richard, maybe, maybe close to 20 years ago, best or, guess. Or, or a little bit, yeah. A little more than more than ten, more than ten, and it's it's been at least ten years that she's been having you on the radio program to talk about the importance of clean water. You know, I feel like ten years ago she was maybe a little ahead of her time having you on to talk about this topic. Now, you know, we're starting to hear about it more and more. It's becoming more of a talked about topic. But again, just kudos to Dar for getting the word out there, trying to keep people healthy. She wanted to be on. 
hosting the show today. I know she would have loved to see you because yep. you and her go way back. But yeah, we do. You know how things go. Sometimes life happens right. and you don't get to do what you planned. So she's not here this morning, but um, hello to you, Dar. Hopefully we bring a smile to your face because I'm sure you're listening to our three <laughs> lovely voices this morning. She Good is. morning, Dar. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to talk a lot about water, and I bet some of the local listeners have heard about two local North Metro communities that have recently discovered a potential cancer-causing chemical in their groundwater, and if it's in your groundwater, it most likely is going to end up in your drinking water. Right, 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 right. And before I let Richard start sharing his knowledge about all the contaminants in our drinking water, let me tell you about Richard. Richard is the owner of Richard's Water, a company that sells and installs water filtering and purification systems that remove bacteria, prescription drug residues, industrial chemicals, disinfectant byproducts, and the list goes on and on and on. I think it's called custom water systems. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, you know, it's it's Richard's custom water systems. Richard's water is a, and it abbreviates it. That's you know gotcha. how you get to our website. That's yeah. what it's I was going to say. A long I, want, name. I want people to be able to long name, to Google yeah, you. Yeah, richardswater.com dot yeah. will work perfectly. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome, Richard. And how many years have you been in this business of cleaning up water? Well, I don't want to keep counting <laughs> at this point, but it's about thirty years. Um, wow. I first uh, for the first. Three years, I worked for two other local man- uh, companies selling water treatment. At that point, it was not as much drinking water. Thirty years ago, maybe one family in ten believed that they should improve their water quality. Right. Obviously, the pendulum has swung completely in the other direction now. When I went on my own and started Richard's Custom Water, um, the first fifteen years was me doing everything from design, sales, installation, service, because I really wanted to get. Really wanted to understand it really, really well. The, so, you know, we pride ourselves in how we install and how fast the flow is. You know, Purity is obviously essential, especially important to me. But it's just how to integrate systems. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, at, at this point in time, there's a, we have a staff of eight. And uh, we're doing it's It's good. I mean, water's, <laughs> water's becoming, you know, how do I say this? When we're 72% water by weight. Yeah. My goal isn't always just about what's in the water. It's getting people motivated to realize that this is the most important thing to keep us alive. There isn't a single function that takes place without water. That's a powerful statement Mm -hmm. or concept that you just said. If if our bodies are 72% water and we're drinking water with a ton of chemicals... Maybe that's why we're seeing more cancers and more chronic conditions. And well, the water, the body becomes the filter, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and then the your kidneys become... suffer. Right, right, right. <laughs> you want me to talk about that one? Right. Well, I have a a question for Richard. Do you want me to to ask that, or do we need to? You know, I'm going to ask it. I think you're going to have to ask break. after break. It's I already your first that. break time. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Are you sick and tired of not losing weight? Or have you lost weight only to gain it back and then some? Well, we have the program for you that truly is works for long-term success. It's called Nutrition for Weight Loss. And classes are starting all over the Twin Cities the week of July 18th. You will have 12 weekly um, classes every week and two uh, one two-hour session with a licensed nutritionist or dietitian to give you the individual meal plan that you need, and you will learn the latest research information 
on weight loss and be with others who understand what it's like to go um, cravings free, have better health, good sleep and feel like going for a walk again. When we get back from break, Cassie's going to share with us some ex- really exciting offer that we have going on all summer long. And if you have questions today for Richard about water, please give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. As Leah said before we went to break, I want to share with you a summer sale we have going on. It's called Summer for Success Sale, and it applies to our popular Nutrition for Weight Loss program that Leah was talking about before break. So what it is, if you sign up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss class either this month, which is July, or next month in August, you'll get $75 off. That's huge. Seriously. Now, if I went to the outlet mall, you know, I live right by the outlet mall. (laughs) That sounds dangerous, by the way. (laughs) $75 No, actually, when you live close, you try to avoid it like the plague. Because I think it would be hard for me not to. Yeah. You know, one of the first times I went there, it was so crazy busy. I finally found a parking spot, and when I went to back out... Another person was backing out at the same time, backed into him. Oh, boy. Didn't do anything to his bumper, chipped my paint all up, made me never want to go there again. So it just probably good. Yeah, right. In the end, end, it probably (laughs) saved me money. All right, back to this summer for success sale. So if you sign up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss program this summer, $75 off. That's a huge deal. The cost is normally $399, but during the summer of success sale, if you do the math, it's $324. Yeah. So you might want to sign up today. The ladies are in the office if you want to give them a call. And if you live locally, we have classes all across the Twin Cities, Minnesota area. Right. You know, so if you want to call the ladies at the office, I'll give you the phone number here in a second. They can tell you some of those locations. It's also listed on the website. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're not sure if this program is right for you or not. You're kind of sitting on the fence. The ladies in St. Paul will do a great job yeah. walking you through it and figuring Answering out yeah, if and... it is a good mm-hmm. fit. So if you want to learn more, either go to our website at weightandwellness.com or call the ladies in the St. Paul office this morning. That number is 651-699-3438. And yeah, they can tell you all about the Nutrition for Weight Loss program. But back to our topic, we are, of course, discussing all things water and we had to cut out for commercial break, but I was wondering, Richard, if you, I'm sure you have read this because you are well read, but there was, a, <laughs> there was a headline recently and it said something like, in the United States drinking water, many chemicals are not even regulated. Well, what? that's correct. There's only a hundred, approximately a hundred that are regulated according to the Safe Water Drinking Act. And how many do you think are actually in water? Well, water is the universal solvent. So whatever that water's come in contact with is now part of the water. Right. Yeah. And right. then when, when two chemicals combine, there's byproducts created. So it's anyways. Right. Yep. Yes. So, so one of the contaminants on the government's watch list has been found in rivers and streams that supply millions of people that millions of people depend on for their water supply. It's called 1,4-dioxin, a byproduct of plastics manufacturing, Mm. can be found in everything from paint strippers, varnishes, detergents, and even in shampoos and cosmetics. Oh, man. So what is so bad about 1,4-dioxin? 
the EPA, which is the Environmental Protection Agency, deemed it a likely human carcinogen, which means it could cause cancer. Pretty scary stuff. You know, scary stuff, but I think yet sometimes people hear this information and they... They sort of hear it in the background. I don't know. This is my my view on things because so many people still have not made a change in their drinking water. So I think sometimes, especially in the Midwest, we tend to think, well, we're not super industrialized and we're the pure Midwest cancer causing chemicals. That can't be me. But actually, this 1,4-dioxin that Richard and Leah have been talking about has shown up in the groundwater supply used by New Brighton, Minnesota and St. Anthony, Minnesota. Right. Yes, this chemical comes from a long-closed Twin Cities uh, Army ammunition plant in Arden Hills. Yeah. While no human cancer causes have been linked to dioxin, it has been found to cause liver cancer in animal experiments. Right. You know, and when you say liver cancer in animals, what I think of is all the the pet lovers out there, you know, dogs nice. and cats and horses. I know most of our staff at Nutritional Weight and Wellness have pets, you know, and they also, you know, give them drinking water that has been filtered and purified, too, like they give themselves. And it saves a lot on vet bills and on animal suffering. Which is which is true. So right. this, this chemical dioxin is not just a problem in New Brighton and in St. Anthony. Scientists have detected trace amounts of dioxin in 19 of Minnesota's municipal water systems. Right. And I believe that people need to be proactive and install some form of system in their home that takes out this contaminant and all the other ones. Right. I mean, it just makes sense. And you've said this how many times on this particular <laughs> radio program? I think this is I think this is sixth. I think this is the sixth. Well, show. I yeah. still remember the first time I heard you. So I started, I suppose, about nine or ten years ago now, because yep. Riley is ten. I started around the same time. Yeah. yeah, and I I remember driving home from the St. Paul office because that's the office I used to work at, and listening to an old show or a, a previous show, and it was Richard on. Yep. And I had to turn it off halfway through because I got so overwhelmed. You know, I was just starting at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm trying to change over all my food, and now this man is telling me I can't drink my water. Well, and the fine line for me is I don't want, I don't, it's, the goal isn't to frighten people. The, the goal is to be, let people be aware so they can make an intelligent decision. Right, to educate. Absolutely. And that's what it took me a while. I eventually listened to that whole show. Yep. And then I listened to every other radio program you had been on. And I think it was around three years ago now that I had Richard come out to my house um, and install a filtration and purification system. And, you know, one of the big factors, I remember you saying on the radio that 99% of contaminants in our water have no taste or odor. So I really had no idea right. of how good or how bad my water was. Now that we have Richard's water, I feel so much safer. I feel so good about what I did for my family. Right. Best investment ever. And I'll tell you this, we drink a lot more water because it tastes so darn good. <laughs> and, and the key to that is anything tastes good cold, but when you take water to the level of purity that we do and keep it at that measured level of purity, it should taste silky smooth, maybe a little sweet at room temperature. And that's right. how I love to drink your water. Right. I only like, well, not that I wouldn't drink it cold, but I just love it at room temperature and I drink more. Right, mm-hmm. right, because it's, it's not a shock room. to your system, et cetera. Right. Yeah. So water's sneaky. So yeah. all these things finding their way into water, the thing that's a challenge is only 1% cause taste. So this clear water that comes out of the tap, it, you don't have any idea. Right. You have no idea what's in it. No idea. 
You know, and today we're finding a lot of industrial chemicals in the water. We find residue of pharmaceutical drugs in our drinking water. And who wants to be taking antidepressant residue? Right. We find bacteria, parasites, viruses, and chemical residue. There are over 120,000 man-made chemicals used in the United States today, and there's a 1,000 new ones every year. Yeah, that's amazing. So having contaminants in, in water is a problem, and we need to remove them because we become the filter and ultimately, over time, can cause us to be sick. Right, right, right. And when we discovered, when I discovered that lead was in our water supply, you know, we had that lead pipe um, replaced um, and we um, removed it from our house and put in a new pipe. Did you have to pay for that? Yes. Yeah, okay. from the, yeah, yep. yeah, and there's there's uh, there's ways you can do. You can have it. The city uh, we can build it into your property taxes. You know, if you can't oh. afford, mm-hmm. um, because it, it was like thirty five hundred dollars. Usually ranging anywhere from I think three thousand to like forty five hundred dollars, dependent on. Um, you know, your location um, and, and the, you know, the length of the job, the yes, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing. So we, ours was 3500 for that. So it, it, there's ways of, you know, you don't have $3,500 laying around to have it addressed. Right. Um, because I would do the same thing. I would want that lead pipe out. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and it really was for us the, the correct decision. Um and, you know, would an Aquathin multi-barrier system that you're talking about filter out things like heavy metals such as lead? Oh, absolutely. In yeah. fact, our unique process couples reverse osmosis to deionization with intelligent controls, achieving 99.99% purity across the spectrum of impurities, both naturally occurring and man-made. So it doesn't matter what it is. Right. It's gone. It's gone. Yep. Yeah. And then part of the service we provide is we maintain the systems every year. That's great. Yes, you and even send out a postcard so that yeah. I don't have to remember, yes. it, which is so nice. <laughs> I love That's that. Really yes. Time to put a new filter in. Yeah, right. Well, you know, Are, it's oh, already break time. Come We're just on. having such a Am good I conversation. Am I wanting to talk too much? <laughs> You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and I'm excited to announce that we'll be having our very popular Weekend Weight and Wellness Series coming up. Uh, the weekend of July 15th. This class will teach you how food affects your body. It's everything you've always wanted to know about nutrition and blood sugar, nutrition and gut health, and nutrition and your mood. And we really have it all covered in that class, don't we, Cassie? For sure. Yeah, that's we a, do. That's also just fun for us to teach because it it, it, you, you forget some of those little things and you teach it and you remember. Right, exactly, exactly. We will um, we'll walk... If you're always knowing what foods you should be buying at the grocery store, really to better your health. And the classes will be held at our St. Paul office the weekend of July 15th. And we have an early bird special going on now until Monday, July 11th. So if you sign up by Monday, you will get $50 discount. Um, so that would be a great offer for you and maybe your loved one or a friend or a neighbor or coworker to attend with you. So make sure to get signed up by Monday to get the discount. And also our ends get 14.4 CEUs for attending this class. To learn more, go to our website at weightandwellness.com or call the office at 651-699-3438. If you have questions for us today, call us in the studio at 651 641 
1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. If you're just joining us, our topic today is centered around how safe is your drinking water. But before we get back into that topic, I have some interesting new research to share with you. This is according to the 2016 Global Nutrition Report. This report says that 44% of countries are now experiencing very serious levels, and that's a quote, very serious levels of both undernutrition and obesity. It's like malnutrition is sweeping the world, and it's not just from starvation, but also from being obese. You can be obese, right, and And be malnourished. Mm -hmm. And this is really beginning to become a big crisis. In fact, the report says that the number of children under five years of age who are overweight is fast approaching the number who are underweight. Which is alarming, isn't it? Yeah. To kind of put that in perspective, this report of 129 countries states that one in three people in the world now suffers from malnutrition in some form. Right. One in three people. So it's almost like being malnourished is becoming the new normal. Right. And that's what the authors had said. They said it right in the report, didn't Mm -hmm. they? Yeah. So I don't know. It's sad. And yet, on the other hand, I think... Well, we have job security. There's a lot of work to do out there. Yeah, I know. But it's a lot of people associate malnutrition with starvation and underweight. But you can be very, very malnourished and be obese Mm -hmm. in this country. Well, and obviously in some other countries too. Across the world is what this was saying. 129 countries Mm -hmm. they surveyed. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. For sure. All right. So. Yeah, back to this topic of water. You know, before we went to break, and Leah cut me off, but I needed, I needed to be. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, you know, I grew up on a, a farm slash ranch. I was always so proud of our well water. I mean, yes. oh, it, it really... Well, I still get people saying, our, our well water tastes fantastic. Well, yeah. as a kid, especially, it, it did. And what did I have to compare it to? My friends in town. Right. And, and their water really did not taste good. Right. So, yeah, I I would brag about how great our well water tasted. And in my mind, too, I thought this is the healthy way. It's, you know, it's fresh from the farm. But now I'm kind of starting to to wonder if it really is all that healthy. And recently I've heard that people are that people that live more rural and have well water. It's being suggested that they have their well water tested because of the high levels of arsenic. In well water. Have you heard about that? Oh, yes, yes. So in, in 2006, arsenic was added as the third chemical that was mandated to have to be tested for on private wells. So it's E. coli, e. coli bacteria, nitrates, and now arsenic. Now, arsenic, most, most, most contaminants are measured in parts per million. Arsenic is so not good, it's measured in parts per billion. Mm, wow. And the, the setup is called MCLs, or maximum contaminant level. So I'll have someone call and say, we just got a letter or just had our water test and our arsenic is over the legal limit. And they say, can you get it in the legal limit? And I think, <laughs> well, so this, to my mind, this legal limit is arbitrary. Right. And you don't want it at all. So right. it's not getting it in the allowable limit. Let's just remove get it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. No. No, 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 not at all. You know, another question we get a lot in our classes is about bottled spring water. Yes. Well, you know, spring water is probably the most popular of the different bottled waters. 
Right. Um, one of the issues for me is that one of the regulations is it only has to, you know, spring water, water to be labeled as spring water has just has to come from an underground source. Yep. So that's anything that's coming from underground. Right. Which doesn't mean a lot. Right. Not at all. No. And, and knowing that water is the universal solvent, meaning it picks, it takes a piece of pretty much anything and everything it comes in contact with. Mm. And we're back to only 1% cause taste. Right. 99% of what's in there doesn't have any taste. That's right. Yeah, and I just keep thinking of that statement you made early in the show, Richard, when you said 72% of our bodies are comprised of water. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, really, isn't it logical that we want to keep contaminants out of our bodies? And and if we want to do that, we need to keep contaminants out Out of of our our water. water. And, And the research really is pointing more and more to the fact that this will help us prevent long-term health problems, cancer being one of them. But another one that comes to my mind, and I don't have hard facts on this, but quite a few years back now, I had a client come in. It was a gentleman, and he, I forget why he came in to see me, but I remember him telling me that a couple years prior to coming to see me, he'd been diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Yep. And within a couple of months, his wife had been diagnosed with oh, hypothyroidism too. Goodness. And so he had done all this research and what he had come to conclude after spending a lot of time reading the research is that it had to be their water. They had within a year, the year prior to being diagnosed, they had moved to sure. a different area yep. and had different water yep. source. Yep. You know, I, again, I don't have the hard facts on that, but obviously he was reading some research that was pointing towards that. So I think there's a lot of different chronic conditions that could be, that could be attributed mm-hmm. yeah, to these all, contaminants. All those contaminants. Yep. Yeah. So you you posed uh, the question to Richard Leah about spring water because right. we do. We get that question a lot and, and we know how to answer it, but it was nice to have Richard answer it. Another question that I know I've gotten several times when I'm teaching a class is what is the best system? And also, this one comes up all the time, is the filter in my refrigerator, you know, which is a valid question. Right. Is that water filter in my refrigerator good enough? So, and a lot of people, that's what they use for their filtration. That's what they use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I'll get a I'll get a call from a client that's that you know, that they maybe are building a new house or they want to, they're thinking about doing something with the water and they think that the refrigerator water is purified water, and that's partly due to the misuse of the term purify or purification. Right. I mean, when the country started chlorinating at the turn of the century of the last century, they called chlorination purification. So it's it's a misused term. Now, I think that anytime someone does anything to improve their water, that's a step forward. It's just that refrigerator filters are dealing with the taste part. They're dealing with the easy things. They're not dealing with pharmaceuticals or uh, arsenic or heavy metals. Those pass right through those filters. So it's a simple filter. So it removes probably a couple of things. And like you said, chlorine being one of them. So people might get a misinterpretation of how clean their water is because it probably tastes and smells a lot better. Which is exactly true. Plus it's cold. It's coming through the fridge, it's cold. Right. And you're numbing our ability to taste. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, another really popular type of filter that's available, you know, at any basic store Mm -hmm. is the Brita type filter um you know a lot of clients ask about that one if is that a, a good option so that's typically a little better than a refrigerator filter okay. there's a little more to it so we have the two areas of improvement we have the easy chemicals that are suspended in the water in the form of a gas when they're in water that's where chlorine 
chloramines, pesticides, those are. Yeah. And then there's the dissolved solids. So let's say your house measured 300 parts per million of dissolved solids, zero being water. If you ran it through a Brita filter, you might drop that 300 to about 240. Okay. So it's a help. Right. Uh, definitely a, it's a help. help. Just not, not. We're back to it's not the solution. It's a help. Right. Yeah. And part of it becomes peace. So people think because it tastes better, I've uh, boy, I've got great water now. And it now. looks good. Yeah. It's clear. Yep. yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. So the refrigerator moves a, a teensy bit. The refrigerator filter. Brita does a little, a little bit, bit more. more. What about the reverse osmosis systems? Those seem so readily available now. I think you can pick them up at Home Depot, Menards, those yep. types of stores. Do they do anything better than the Brita? Well, they should do better than the Brita. But the, the whole technology called reverse osmosis has absolutely no regulation for the water purity that they produce. So mm. the only regulation is reduction, which can be 1%, or aesthetics, which would be taste. So there's no regulation from this brand to this one to this one to this one on, on really how good they are. It's just a technology. Okay. So again, it's a help, right. like you would it's a say. Help. But it's, it's a help. But nice. we're back to how good is it. And of the many, many clients that we have, I have what would, I would call a lot of second and third or even fourth generation clients where they had other systems. They had other RO systems. And my question always is, so when your system got serviced, did you ever know what the period of your water was? Right. right. And they, the constant answer is no. No one ever told us. They just replaced the filters. So anyways. Again, you, it's don't, not, you, it, don't you don't know. You don't, you don't know. know if arsenic is still in there. Yeah, you correct. don't know. Correct. Yeah, if that dioxin is still in and there. And these are the sort of things that you guys monitor. Right. So once a year we're maintaining, and part of the maintenance and part of the service is we're measuring the water purity. We're we're write, actually writing that in there. It goes in their file, but it also goes on a chart that's left on the system. Right. So they know what their water measured at any time they want, when, when it was last serviced, and what we did. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Measurement's the big deal. Right, right, right. Well, it's break time. Our last break for the day. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before we go to break, I want to invite all the listeners to check out our blog on our website. We have some great topics covered and often featuring some very yummy seasonal recipes. You know, recently on the blog, we've debunked three sports nutrition myths. We've shared four great summertime recipes, including grilled peaches, which are delicious. Did you? I was like drooling reading I those recipes. Know, right. And baked beans, because you think you can't eat baked beans. The, the I sugar. know. That's what I thought. But Brenna came up with a great recipe. I figured that was summertime baked. And I've been craving baked beans. There you go. You got to get <laughs> home my and pregnancy. Get yeah. Uh, and so much more. So visit our website at weightandwellness.com. To uh, to find out more about our blog and topics of interest for you. For questions for us today, please call us in the studio at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education. If you have... Um, Enjoyed our topic today. That is, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Got a little sidetracked. If you've enjoyed our topic today that's centered around the quality of our drinking water and you'd like to listen to it again, because I know when I listen to things I a know. second time, I pick it's up something right, that I missed, yep. missed the first time. So if you want to listen to it again or if you want to share it with a friend or a family member, we have a really easy way for you to do that. You can listen anytime, anywhere, and that's with our free app. 
This app is for iPhones and Androids. I can't believe it's been a year already. We launched it last June, mm-hmm. last year. So um, really easy to access. Just go to your your app store, that little icon on your phone. Click on that, and in the search engine, just type in Dishing Up Nutrition. Again, it's a free app, and then you have access to all of our radio programs. And with the you know tap of your finger, yes. you can listen anytime you'd like. Anywhere you'd like. Right, right. So we have a caller for Richard today. Jody, thanks for calling Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question about reverse osmosis and refills? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted his opinion on that. We fill up our water jugs at the reverse osmosis stations at, you know, the different stores, grocery stores that have it. And I just want his opinion on that. That's a great question. So, yeah. good, good morning. So we're discussing. We're talking about the bulk water machines at the natural food co-ops. Those stores. Those type of stores. Right. Or at uh, Lunds or at Cub Foods. Well, um, how do I say this? Uh, we want to assume that those the bulk water from the, those machines is high quality. If I mm-hmm. go back a number of years, we used to, used to have vending machines in most of the co-ops. And we made the claim on the machine of purified water. And when because we made that claim, the water had to be kept below 10. I don't know any machines that make that, that statement anymore. Mm. So they have to measure less than 500 to, be, um, to stay within regulation. So I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to say yes, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They would okay. have to be measured. They would have okay. to be met. Yeah, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Are people servicing it regularly? Are they overworked and getting behind? And, and well, I the, wonder if these are questions that you could be asking, you know, somebody within the I grocery don't store. I right, so, so. It so, would be well, the person servicing right, it, the well, grocery because, store. Because the mainstream grocery stores, they're doing a revenue share. So they don't, the Lunds doesn't own the system. Right. Someone else does. And they're sharing the profit. Right. So, you know, it's a matter of whether that system's being measured. I yeah, mean, that you know, would if, be you, a, if you ever wanted to know, you could take a sample of the water and we could come out and measure it for you because it's oh, an easy that's test. That's an idea. Yeah. It's an easy test. Yeah. That would be a good investigative I'd report. like to say yes, but I, I just don't know. <laughs> I'd like to say yes, I just don't. There's no way yeah, for me to Yeah, that's one of right. those, yeah. W- so they just have to the name of the, the servicer, whoever is it, the provider. That'll, that'll be on the machine. On the machine, and you yep. have to contact them to find out more information. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yep. that sounds good, because I know they have to state every month, they say when it was last serviced. You know, every month they write their initials and that it was serviced on this date, but that just says service. Doesn't like say what the water. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, say what exactly. the water measures. And there's a okay, big difference between keeping it below ten parts per million or keeping keeping it below five hundred parts per million. Yeah, got it. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much You're for welcome. your call. Mm, bye bye. We had another caller that didn't want to come on air today, but was wondering about alkalized water filtration system. What are your thoughts on that, Richard? So, so alkalizing typically to me means it's a system that's called an ionizer that electrocutes the water molecule to split the water into two streams. The pH, the higher pH side, which would be above 7, and the acidic side, which would be below 7. So we're not talking about water anymore. We've destroyed the life yeah. force of water, and we've destroyed its structure. For those systems to work, they also have to utilize the dissolved solids that are already in the water. So they're not taking out the... They have oh. to have dissolved solids to work. 
Right. Because they're separating them, the positive uh-huh. and negatively charged ones. I'm not a proponent. Um, I know a lot about that technology. There's a lot of other things that we do to give water to make sure it's above seven mm-hmm. um, and to give it structure. It's another topic of conversation I would have, be another happy to show. have. Water is just this amazing, this amazing substance. It's, you know. Right. Um, and that we can't live without. We can't live so without. So this ionized water, now hearing you describe it, it's like a different category even, isn't it? I mean, and not that it's, it's necessarily it's really a good water. category. Right. But it's right. not, they're right. not trying to purify it. They're trying no. to make it more Alkaline. More alkaline, alkaline, which yeah. is a mm. which is, has a pH of above seven, and then we're putting that into an acid environment, which is our stomach. Right. So as we dilute mm-hmm. the stomach of its acidity with this higher pH kind yeah. of water, that would slow we want my digestion. Stomach. We want it yeah. to be very acidic. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, That's right. That's right. Mm. Right. And actually, the original Super scientist the, behind that technology did turn his back on it. Mm. And because he found that it wasn't it wasn't this pH that was that some people were getting benefit. From it was that the the water's short term ability to carry more hydrogen. Oh. Okay, and he went and w- went on his own and developed a product called the hydrogen stick because hmm. that's where he felt the the, the results where people were getting was it's a short abil- ability to carry hydrogen. Hmm. Okay, interesting. And we actually sell hydrogen drops and all kinds of things. You are a wealth of knowledge. Oh well, my gosh, he's a walking encyclopedia. <laughs> Um, but, you know, so it makes me think that that's so not even our topic today, is it, that ionized water? Because, again, we're talking about all the contaminants in yeah. water. Correct. One thing we haven't spent much time on today, and I don't we have I know we don't have much time left, but I don't think most people realize or stop to think about the number of prescription drugs yeah. that are in their drinking water. And if you don't think they're in there, what did you do the last time you had some leftover antibiotic that your kid didn't finish or whatever? I mean, people throw people it down, the, it sink, down the toilet. Or if you have yeah. pills, you throw it in the garbage. The garbage goes to the landfill. Eventually that, you know, all gets down into the ground. Right. 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 I don't know. So there's a variety of contaminants. So the most common one in this country is atrazine. Mm. It, it's under 25 different names. It's manufactured in Switzerland where it's banned. It's banned all through Europe, but the United States is a major market. It's the oh, most yeah. common contaminant in water. Right. And the residues of, of drug medications and what other sort of things that you're finding in pharmaceutical like medications? Well, yeah. So, so again, if I jump quickly back to the Safe Water Drinking Act of the about 100 chemicals that cities have to test for, yeah. pharmaceuticals aren't on the list. So there's nobody having to test for them. But right. that could be anything from pain medication, cancer drugs, antidepressants, birth control pills, blood pressure, medi- blood pressure medications. They're all being found. It's not just isolated areas. It's all over the country. What about um, Roundup? Yes. You know, you think of all the farmers using that. Has anybody tested water for that? Well, it's not. I don't. That glyphosate is not on the list that I'm aware of. Of of that 100 chemicals that cities have to test for. Okay. Right. Yeah. But it but I know there has been research linking it to a lot of different health problems. Right. It's been linked to cancer, birth defects, infertility. Right. All sorts of things. Theory. Yep. You know, and I think a lot of people now understand that city water supply may have a variety of contaminants. So it becomes a homeowner homeowner's responsibility to filter their own water, uh, especially their drinking water, right? 
Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. And, you know, there's still, I, hopefully we have taken out some of the confusion right. when it comes to all the different systems out there. But we, we certainly could talk for a whole nother hour trying to clear up confusion. So I just want to make sure listeners know that if you are at all wanting to get good, pure water in your house, Richard or one of his guys will come out and visit and there's no pressure. When I was so overwhelmed back a few years ago and I was trying to make a decision, I finally just called Richard and had him come out to the house, tested my water, which was interesting. And then he answered all my questions and he left and he gave me time to talk it over to my with my husband and decide what the best best choice was for right. us. So That's great. How can people reach you, Richard? So our office number is 952 952- Nine two zero twelve hundred. 1200 uh, Website is uh, info at richardswater.com. I'm happy to answer questions. Yeah. Um, we're really there to educate. The primary thing is educate. Water is a confusing topic, and everybody has the best. And, you, you know, as a consumer, when you remove taste, how do you know what's good and what isn't? Right. right. So right. I just educate, and people can decide whatever works best for them. Right. Thank you for yes. being on the show. Uh, my yeah, pleasure. Thank you. What a great show, you guys. Yep. Yes. Have a, Have great, a great weekend. weekend. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.